0: About that time. For the inside trip. You know that nasty trip. Don't wind up on your back bro. Are you ready? You better be ready, bro. Cause you're about to get inside trip. And we're back! What's up, wrestling fans? Oh, what's up, wrestling fans? This is the Inside Trip Wrestling Podcast, episode number 31, the Big 3-1. The Big 3-1! As always, I'm Brandon Olinger, a.k.a. Brando, and lucky for you guys, I'm joined alongside my partner in crime, favorite co-host, and confidant, Benjamin Watson. Don't wind
1: up on your back, bro!
0: You been on your back lately, Ben? <laughs> <laughs>
1: Woo! Woo, got some beads. There's um, <laughs> some beads. Yeah. I'm excited. What, that, that went, that even mean, went homie? places that we don't needed to go. That went places that we don't need to go. So I'm excited for when our podcast is older than I am cuz I'm 33 and we're 31. We're so eventually 31? it's going to get there.
0: Eventually, hopefully we make it that far. Um, but yeah. Everything's going well. We had a great episode last one. Number thirty was a, was a, was a great episode. Monumental number thirty with yep. uh,
1: with a, What did I call her? Uh, <laughs> and never mind. I can't remember. Uh, what was sh- Catherine? I? Yeah, Catherine. Catherine Shai. Yeah. Remember, remember when we were talking and I was like. All right, are we calling Katrina? <laughs>
0: you called her Katrina? Even though I know
1: her name. Like, I'm th- sitting in my head. I don't know why. It was, I think I was nervous to talk to
0: her. Oh, I was super nervous. I always get nervous with the interviews, man. I really do. But uh, it was a great episode. It was a great interview. She did so well. She's, you know, another, another athlete with such an amazing story. Um, and finally, you know, JB reached out. He said he's going to finally take us serious. So I'm feeling happy about that. Oh, Jason know? Bryant said he finally can take us serious. He said he might take us a little serious. All right, thanks, Jason. You know, we appreciate that. No,
1: seriously. Shout out to Jason Bryant, man, for just you know all he does, awesome dude.
0: All he does, man. Um. All right. So as I said, this is the Inside Trip Wrestling Podcast, episode number 31. Um, if you guys are listening to this podcast, thank you so much. We appreciate it. Find us on Twitter at The Inside Trip One. You can hit us up through email, The Inside Trip One at gmail.com. We got a little Facebook page out there, The Inside Trip. Find it, like it, follow it. We try to post some things from time to time. Um, our podcast is obviously at any podcast location, all the typical stuff iTunes, Google Play, Spreaker, Stitcher, I don't know, whatever, whatever else there yeah. is. It's out it's there. It's somewhere. It's somewhere. So.
1: What's up, Ben? It's good to see you, man. We uh, we didn't do one last week, did we? Because no, we kind of you... did one. We split one in the middle. We did one with uh, Catherine. Yeah, then you travel. Week.
0: You travel. You know, your you're traveling gets in the way of our podcast. That's right.
1: I know. I do. It was, um, I was up in um, Ashtabula, Ohio for my uh, father-in-law's uh, retirement party. Congratulations, Denny. You know, sit back, relax, enjoy some beers, and listen to Inside Trip. Now, what did the Nevada cake say?
0: Work? I saw the cake. What did it say? Oh, my gosh. And they spelled it wrong too They spelled too, didn't...
1: Tennyson wrong He said um, He said It was supposed to say Gone is the tension Here comes the pension Or something uh-huh. like that Yeah And he said Gone is the Tennyson Here comes the pension because Who let's...
0: decorated that cake?
1: <laughs> Giant Eagle What? The, the grocery <laughs> <Yeah>. store? <laughs> they spelled it Tennyson They
0: spelled the... tension
1: wrong Tennyson Yeah so that was the big joke
0: Did you get your money back? Uh, no No, <laughs> we no.
1: Get... That was actually awesome It was awesome He retired because he had Tennyson He had Tennyson elbow or something like that.
0: <laughs> <I don't> know. <laughs> You know look when you decorate a cake, you really got one job: just spell the sh- stuff right. Dude, <laughs> How do you spell? Have kitchen? you ever seen
1: the ones where they spell like it? Spell it literally. So somebody calls up and they say, you know, I want half white, half blue, and I want it to say happy birthday. And on the cake, it says half white, half blue. I want it, I want it to say happy birthday. Seriously, there's a website for these cakes, uh, and that just goes to show you that um, people are idiots. People, some people can't just, you know, cognitively. You know, come to their own decisions. They have to just be led. So that's why we're here to lead you to your own decisions.
0: Is that what we're here for? Yeah. We're going to lead people to their own decisions?
1: And the decision is Ohio, or Ohio State is going to win the title next year. Ooh. Man. Okay.
0: I hope so. Yeah. I mean, they,
1: we're diving in. We're di- we talking Ohio State right they, now?
0: They got a chance, right?
1: What's the word on uh, NATO going 125? <laughs> I don't know. So last they said, no, I mean, you know, look, we're just going to start it off. Last, Nato said in his interview at Steelwood Radio, which is a great Buckeye podcast, check it out if you guys don't, it's done by one of the former Buckeyes and his buddy, he said if the uh, weight class stays at 57, he's going to go... It's,
0: it's not going to well, stay at 57. But
1: no. we don't know if it's going to go 55. We don't know that. They, some people are saying with day, before, day, day of weigh-ins, that's too low of a weight class, i think man,
0: we, man, we've talked about this and looking. The
1: it, lowest it, weight might be 60.
0: No. You think so?
1: I'm not sure. I think what they're looking at is... Participation, and if you're going day of weigh-ins, how
0: many people are making one twenty-one? Participation, besides really? me, besides me, who's making 121 they twenty? They're gonna stop giving medals. We're we gonna give participation ribbons now.
1: You no, know, but they're looking at participation at weight classes. You know, uh, I'm not sure one twenty. Who makes one twenty-one day of weigh-ins in the United States right now? Let's check that.
0: Right now? Yeah. Uh, some some fifteen-year-old sophomore That's what I'm in high saying. school, Spencer Lee. Spencer Lee, maybe. <laughs> Malik so, Henselman or whatever his name is <laughs> no, He makes 110
1: <laughs> But seriously Alright so let's talk about guys that are on the ladder Okay Who makes 121 Day of weigh-ins
0: Right now? Yeah The way we're currently set up? Mm-hmm. Nobody That's
1: what I'm saying Though, And around the country no, I don't know very, man Tony
0: Ramos looks pretty little he, Did you see? <laughs> what happened <we> talk-
1: <laughs> to Dude I think he caught some like Asian flu or something Because like Dude is like super skinny <laughs> He's
0: little man how do we get onto to Ohio State? They I didn't know we were going me. here. How are we going here? I
1: don't know. I'm just chatting it up. What do you think about the Buckeyes next year? I think they're... You think <laughs> Nato's going 25?
0: I would like to see it. I'd like to see it happen, Touched but... Dog at
1: 33. Keyshawn hey, Hayes got to Keyshawn back tweet. on the mat. Dad.
0: I yeah, saw that.
1: Yeah, yeah. Logie said...
0: They were wrestling hard.
1: Yeah, I wonder who won. My
0: money's on Steber.
1: Yeah, yeah, I got Steber. You got Steber on that? 49. Joey McKenna. Then you got Michael. Have you seen no. Michael lately? Dude, Michael's looking swole. McKenna's not even a Buckeye. I know, but he's gonna be. No, he's gonna be. And I heard the word on the street is, uh, "What's the
0: word on the street?" Is
1: that uh, Mickey is looking like every bit of one fifty seven? You think so? He's looking every bit of it. Stop
0: putting false
1: and fake hashtag fake news out there for people. One sixty five. You know you got to Tasha- Campbell and seventy four. Your boy Bojo eighty four Mimar, ninety seven. The champ Colin Moore. Two eighty-five. You yeah, got this guy, Kyle Snyder. That's a legitimate team that could do some damage.
0: Look, man, I love the Buckeyes. You know that. Our listeners know that. I'll admit it. But what you just described, in my mind, is the greatest team to ever not win a national title because <laughs> of that, that other team in Pennsylvania. Yeah, dude, Lehigh's <laughs>
1: looking good next year. <laughs> really? If chance comes back, Lock Haven's
0: gonna be contender. You know what, though. Word on the street is is that team that coach hasn't signed a contract yet. So that great uh, team out in PA, they they don't have a con- they don't have a coach in the contract right now, right? Didn't that didn't that contract expire last the contract night?
1: Contract expired. Um, yeah, I don't know exactly when it expired, but it expired before his ability to recruit, huh. or not, not excuse me, not his ability to recruit, but before the recruiting class. Uh, because I guess it was like what last night at like midnight or today at midnight they thought, could go yeah. yep, and yep. recruit. What the heck? Are you dumb? Their athletic director's got to be a complete idiot.
0: Well, they just gave their football coach a five-year contract extension.
1: Okay, you that's know. great because their football team—they've actually—they're not, not bad. I think they've won. A, won they a, won a Big Ten title. Yeah, last Yeah, I mean they're not bad, but they're not winning national championships. Are you kidding me? So I did—I did a little digging. If you want to talk contract extension, let's do it. Okay, so let's look. I at... I mean, this is Kale, right? Let's just put yeah, it out there, Kale Sanderson, Kale Sanderson. Penn He's
0: State coach. Pretty good. Contract expired. He's okay. He's yeah. okay.
1: So I, I easy looked, to
0: coach when you get good recruits.
1: I looked at two thousand seven, excuse me, two thousand five through nine. Okay, before he got there, because he got there two thousand nine, two thousand ten season.
0: Oh, Penn State was junk.
1: Uh, they were. Uh, so let's go two thousand five. Not in the top ten. I just looked top ten. Yeah, because I they were late, junk. Through, yeah. Well, well, hold on. Two thousand six, ninth. Two thousand seven, not in top ten. Two 2008, 3rd. I forget who that was, but, you know, so they had a third. And then 2009, not in the top ten. So a lot of fluctuation with a ninth and a third in there. All right, let's go to Kale. 2010, <laughs> nine. He can only finish in ninth place after the first year he gets there. 2011, one. 12, one. 13, one. 14, one. 15, six. 16, one. 17, one.
0: Well, you know what the problem is? You said it. He took ninth his first year. That's holding up contract negotiations.
1: In he took yeah. a sixth.
0: Yeah, when he was red shirted. Who won that
1: match? Who won that title?
0: Um, just a little team in in the state of Ohio.
1: Oh yeah, you got that banner. I hanging. Got that national
0: championship ban- banner hanging right here hey, next to us.
1: Everybody that's uh, that's watching, look at it, the banner right
0: that's now. That's watching, <laughs> broadcasting live <laughs> from SoundCloud.
1: So, so, but what I'm trying to say is that is I've never seen a program in my you know limited history make a leap that far. To where they jump inside the top ten his first year there and then just one it out. One it out, except for one year where he redshirts everybody.
0: What are they thinking? What do you think the holdup is? Money. it's, think it's but, money.
1: And it, and it's money for a multiple di- a couple different reasons. Mm-hmm. Money for him, sure, right? Okay. Money for his coaching staff, you know, which happens to include his brother and probably a lot of his close buddies. Sure. And money for his facilities. I mean their
0: facilities gotta be good.
1: Yeah, but you know, you can always have more. That's true. I think what he's trying to do is put you know, wrestling as the number one sport in that in that school. Because right? no matter what, wrestling's not number one sport in any school. I mean it's probably shared in Iowa, you know. But even in Penn State, you know, he's still probably football is probably better. I wouldn't say basketball's better. He wants the top of the line, best everything. And give it to him. He deserves it. Because you know what, if you're not gonna give it to him, you'll find somebody to give it to him. And if X going to give it to him, X going to give it to him. Are you going
0: DMX on this? Yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> I love it. Because I, I tell you what, I, you know, uh, Kale Sanderson would make a great uh, co-head coach with Tom Ryan <laughs> if Ohio <Alaska laughs> State wants to pick him up. He's available. I love Tom Ryan, so I ain't going to say he's going to take his place. But, you know, you. they can it. split some duties. I love it. What do you think?
0: Um, I think, honestly, I think it's much ado about nothing, to be truthfully honest. Um, <laughs> look was not leaving Penn State No Anybody that thinks he is You're freaking nuts But it is about money And you know what I don't know I, I don't know if I read this Or heard it But look His base his base salary Over the last Over this past contract Was like $175,000 It was, was $175,000 With no okay. ability for bonus Correct Based on winning No bonus Based on Based on uh, Based on winning um, Which is insane Alright You you got a guy That's been You know How many what, Six Won six national championships Out of the last seven years
1: I don't know how many There's been Two Four Six yeah, yeah
0: Six out of the last seven years uh, the yeah, one year he yeah. didn't win a title, he was red everybody. Look, had they not a red everybody, there's a case to be made. They might have won a title that year. And then won it the next year. But they didn't. Ohio State did it. And I'm going to go back to my banner as I'm touching it right yeah, now. Yeah, let me touch that banner. Right, touch that banner.
1: Woo! Oh, oh baby. That's Kenny Courts. I felt, in that banner. <laughs> Kenny Courts, All-American right there. Yeah. Brought that banner
0: Woo! home. <laughs> oh, baby. Um... But, yeah, I mean, it's 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 about money, man. Give him his money. He deserves to be paid.
1: And it's not even, like, a sh- shit ton of money. No. Like He's, he's still going to probably be getting paid less than, like, the woman's lacrosse coach. I mean, that's not true. But you know <laughs> what I'm saying? Like, he's going to be getting paid less than the basketball coach. And let's ask, I guarantee attendance is probably pretty darn close. Now, maybe I'm way out of line here because uh, I'm just spouting out from my mouth. But I can't imagine Penn State's basketball team gets a huge amount of attendance. And uh, Penn State's
0: wrestling team... Yeah, they, I mean, they're drawing between ten and $15,000. Yeah, they are they're packing that Absolutely. house. What are they, number two? Number two in attendance behind Iowa? Yeah. They pretty, have to they're be. They're pretty darn close. They'd, they'd have to be.
1: And they're just winners, man. Give him his money, um, because if you don't, somebody else
0: will. Look, some people, somebody's getting paid off of his accomplishments. Because, you know, it's like Ohio State. I'll go back to Ohio State. They have such great support from their athletic director, Gene Davis Gene, or whatever. Yeah. Uh,
1: Gene Smith.
0: Gene Smith. I think yeah, it is, um, yeah. Yeah, excuse me. Uh, It's been a long weekend. You're fine, man. Um, But he's getting, um, you know, he he gets bonus. He gets paid off of every individual national championship that Ohio State has and and team as well. Look, Ohio State wrestling team has had quite a few individual national championships over the last, you know, five to seven years. So he's getting paid off of that. And all of a sudden, he's, like, a huge
1: proponent. Not to say He this, loves wrestling. he's like, yeah, he, he's building them a new facility and doing all this. Exactly.
0: So, you know, he's wearing Logie Stieber's, uh singlets around college yeah. campus. I, I tell it. you what, nobody's a bigger supporter and
1: fan of Tom Ryan than Gene Smith. Nobody is. I agree. And you know what? That's what needs to happen at Penn State. And, you know, so here's, here's, here's might be the, here might be the holdup, right? 175, right? So they're probably like, I will right, we'll give you 225. And he's like, nah, Kevin dresser Kevin just got 300. Just got 300. And I guarantee he's got some winning clauses in there. And remember, money for staff, brother. Money for staff's big. For sure.
0: For sure. Just pay the man. Or don't pay the man. <laughs> Let him leave Penn State. So, What do
1: you think that does to recruiting? You think it does anything? I don't think it nope. does. Nope. <laughs> Has it affected them no. so far? I mean, they're drawing every top recruit, transfer, whatever they want right now. So I was on BWI. That's that blue, white, whatever it is. It's the Penn State wrestling blog. And, and they asked – You were know. on their
0: blog? Yeah. You were on their message board? Their message board, yeah. And I you like, come into my house.
1: Yeah, I like – well, I like to read it. That's bullshit. And, no, the fans that – a lot of the fans that post there are pretty darn legit. Some of them are kind of turdish. Actually, the biggest, turd, <laughs> the biggest turd Penn State fans don't even post there. They post on the mat. The really, Oh, dude, the, all the big turds post yeah, on mat. the mat. Yeah, the ones that I really like, enjoy reading, actually post on the – The
0: mat.com message board is like a cesspool for, it's a mess. for like, it's a mess. all the crazies, man. It's a mess. But, um, but anyway.
1: One of the guys posted, you know – Shit, I kind of—oh, he said, you know, do you think there'll be some negative recruiting? And by that they mean like, you know, if uh, they're going after somebody saying, hey, I don't know, I don't know if Kale's going to be the coach next year. You, do you really want to commit to him? That'd be stupid, I think, As a as a coach to make that argument because when he does commit, it's just going to make you look bad.
0: It makes you look stupid. Yeah. So. Real dumb. Just pay the man. Give the man the money he deserves. Hey, let's move on. Yeah. So, did you catch that big fight with Aaron Pico last weekend? Uh,
1: you know, I watched the. Did, did you order it? Did you order the pay per view? No, I was up. I was up. Um, I was up. Uh, like I said, I was up in Astabula. I logged onto a couple of creepy sites to try to watch it. Everybody was sending me links. Like, here's a link you could watch it. And like one of them was like trying to sell me like penis pumps and stuff. If I bought one, I could did watch buy it for free. One? Yeah. Well, I already own one, so I was like, I don't need one. You know, um, <laughs> I actually own two. <laughs> jeez, but uh, no, I don't. I only own one <laughs> um, but no, I didn't watch it, but dude it was on it was on Twitter as soon as it hit it,
0: what was, it was a twenty four second fight,
1: dude got caught, claw- and I like the people actually- I've seen
0: <laughs> gifts longer than that I- <laughs> fight <laughs> to be yeah. totally honest. in fact, I think the fight was a gift, it was a gift. i saw <laughs> I, I,
1: I like the the wrestling fans, God bless them that were like. You know, Pico went for a takedown and missed, and kind of fell down and then Pico, got, go, got <laughs> uppercutted. He said he went for a takedown and missed, and got choked. I'm like, no, dude, dude got jacked right in the freaking chin. Got uppercutted, <laughs> like, and then he fell into it. Yeah, and I'm not, Jesus. but no, there's people out there that was like, he had this great double leg, and then he fell down and got choked. He slipped. He slipped on Cox's sweat. <laughs> Where we go with this? No, but that's what that's what I read. People actually said that. Yeah, people said that he was in on a good shot. It was stuffed and he got choked
0: out. Did they miss the part where he, where got, he got punched right uppercutted ch- Mike tyson style yeah. right in the face? It <laughs> looked, looked like he looked
1: like what's his face? Uh who was the dude from uh, Mike Tyson's punch out? I don't know who it was. Which one? I don't know. But anyways, one of them that does all those uppercuts. But he got hit and he got choked out. And um what are you gonna say about that, man? That was a that's a tough fight. That's against an experienced fighter on pay-per-view which Bellator doesn't do a ton of pay-per-view as his first fight that's a that was a mistake
0: um yeah I do agree look all joking aside you know we're not not knocking on Aaron Pico definitely not knocking on him the kid's amazing he's an amazing athlete amazing wrestler he's gonna be an amazing fighter um, no doubt but all joking aside that was a fail on the part in my opinion of Bellator it was a fail on the part of his management team oh yeah um I, I and truthfully, you know, if you listen to Aaron Pico in his interviews and stuff, he he states that this is what he wanted, and so I'm going to say it was a fail on his part as well. Sure. I I don't care what type of wrestling credentials you have. I don't care that you were a junior Golden Gloves boxing champion. I don't care that you went over and won the you know European Pancration, Pancration Nationals when you were a young kid. That this was not only from my understanding, and if I'm wrong, I apologize, but based on what I've been able to gather This wasn't just his profession, His first professional MMA fight This was First fight His first MMA fight He never fought amateur Period He never fought
1: amateur Because In MMA M- Because he MMA. signed Remember he signed it It's like a sophomore In high school and he, signed, but yeah. so he signed like a contract and he, never, and he never fought Correct Before then
0: They've been paying him A monthly stipend Bellator has been paying So him I don't know how many times stipend. He's been hit
1: in the freaking chin With six ounce gloves We don't know that You know And there, it's just
0: <sighs> Look, man, I've never—I'm not an MMA fighter at all. At yeah, but you all. Don't, you've I don't done a lot be, of BJJ stuff. Yeah, yeah but still, there's—you're not getting punched in the face, man. And you know, there's something to be said about when you step into a cage, let alone a cage at Madison Square Garden on the main card of a pay-per-view event when you've got guys like Fedor and Chael Sonnen. And those other guys fighting on that same card as well.
1: There's some big names on There's that There's some card, big actually, names. Really was. That
0: was a big thing for Bellator. Couture fought on that card.
1: The, the the younger one. Couture. Randy Couture's son fought on that card. Did
0: he really? Yeah. I didn't realize that. I didn't. Again, I didn't order the pay per view. Um. But to, to not ever have a, a, a an amateur or a professional MMA fight before doing that to me that was a fail on on him. And his his management team and Bellator in general, especially when you choose to go against such an experienced fighter like Freeman. The guy is thirty three years old. He's eight and two. Look, he's he's seasoned. He's been around the block. He's been around. He's been around. Yeah. I
1: watched uh, some of, you know some of his tapes. I didn't watch like his entire fights, but the dude he knows what he's doing. You know, he's got a good BJJ game. Obviously, as you could tell when he choked him out. It, it, you know, it's tough. And then you know to see some wrestling fans. You know what? You know what was great. You get on Twitter right afterwards, and I tell you what, I'd say 90% of the wrestling fans were just completely supportive of him. Like, you're going to come back. To For you're sure. You're going to be better. You know, but then there's there is the haters. It's silly. He handled it with class. I don't know if you heard the interview afterwards. He handled it with complete and utter class and said, you know, I got beat. There's holes in this there's game. There's holes in my game. I need to go back and fix them. um." There's nothing else you can say. The hype was made – you know, don't give him a pass because he was involved in making that hype by taking that fight and saying, look, I'm going to fight Freeman, who's, uh, you know, an experienced MMA fighter. Um is my first fight. And he, you know, – think, but, you know, at the same time, I- I'm going to forgive him and move on.
0: Oh, I don't, I'm not going to hold it against him or anything. I'm still going to root for him. But, you know, I think it goes to show, and I, he was – in his interview, he says, okay, look, there's holes in my game. He's absolutely right. There was absolutely holes in your game. You know, in the 24 seconds that that fight lasted, from the moment the opening bell rang, um, he looked overwhelmed. He looked a little lost. For a guy who's supposed to be such a great boxer, Freeman, for the few punches that were that were thrown, he kept him at bay with his jab. Yep. Hit him hard with an uppercut. I think he
1: landed one or two jabs and then straight right uppercut.
0: Yeah. I mean, it, it was a couple of left jabs. Then a straight right uppercut that completely stunned him. I mean, put oh, put, him uh, to put Pico knee, to, to the knees. <laughs> it was not a double leg takedown no. attempt. He, it was. his arms
1: might have been out like he's trying to double leg. Him.
0: <laughs> know, but... um, you, you know, And then on top of that, one of the most basic chokes in MMA, the guillotine you know, his guillotine defense was horrible. You know, you got to get your feet on the opposite yeah, side of your he head, just, and he did, he just looked lost. He, he looked is that what it he is? looked lost? And I don't
1: know anything about BJJ, so
0: I mean, it's just very it's just simple technique. You know, if if you guys got a guillotine on you, you want your, your, your legs on the opposite side of his body that your head is on. So Does that
1: loosen the, 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 the choke.
0: It takes maybe, uh, it, it takes away some of the um the ability some of the uh, torque. What what's the word I'm looking for? Um, is it Tennyson? No, it's not Tennyson. I was <laughs> thinking more along the lines of leverage, Ben. but oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, we can go with Tennyson.
1: That's good. Uh, Take the Tennyson out of, it. Tension out of it. Well, anyways, you know what? I, it is what it is. I'm pumped to watch Pico's next fight. And look, he got paid. Dude got paid. How do you blame dude for getting paid?
0: <laughs> he did get paid. Time um, to get
1: paid. Time to get laid, baby. We all know that's right.
0: Is that what it is?
1: I'm a big fan of both of those things.
0: getting paid and getting laid all right i can't disagree with you there yeah man. yeah i'm gonna root for him i'm not gonna look too much into this i just think you know it was a fail on again it was a fail on the part of bellator his management team and himself he needed some experience in the cage before he took on a fight like this at madison square garden in my opinion
1: totally agree man where do you want to go next you want to talk a little bit about uh um how about that signing in nebraska or not i shouldn't say signing but um And you probably know a little bit more about this than me, but it looks like Nebraska's making some moves.
0: Dude, yeah, for sure. It's funny, too, because you got, look, Penn State's doing their thing, all right? They're getting all these recruits. Ohio State's doing their thing. Iowa's making moves. And quietly in the background— Iowa State. Well, of course, Iowa State. And then quietly in the background, Nebraska just announces two guys coming to their RTC, one of them even as an assistant coach, and Don Bradley— and Kendrick Maple both guys, both guys were World Team Trials Runner-ups yeah, so they go and, along with, with JB and James Green I mean, that's That's pretty big That gives them Four guys on the National team At their RTC Is that
1: the best I saw Willie Sailor Tweet out that, that You know, puts them In the best That's the best Freestyle room in the country
0: Aside that, from Ohio State
1: what, Well, he didn't say that He just said Best freestyle room In the country So I started to think Is that better than Ohio State It is I mean, it is Okay, so we got Logie Bear Logan Steber Who's a uh, you know, uh, a champ, world champ. A world champ. So you know you can't even say that that counteract, uh, counteracts uh, um what uh, Jordan Bros has done. Other than Not who's in there. It's really
0: Kyle Snyder. Ka-
1: oh no, shit! Kyle Jeez, Snyder. you
0: forget about him? No, I was gonna remember when you wrote that article and you spelled Kyle Snyder's name wrong. Yeah. <laughs> so, so you,
1: you got Logan and Kyle Snyder. Why do I hate Kyle Snyder? You don't I, hate? No, Al- I love him. You love but Kyle I, I Snyder? Forget about forget him. Forget, how do you forget about him? Because he wrestles five matches a year for us. No. It- and then you wrestles the rest of them for the United States, but then you got. I, I would say after that, by far, it's NATO who made a made a national team this year. Mm-hmm. So, but there over there, you got four people on the national team.
0: Yeah, I guess. But so how many
1: are on the world team? Two, two, and you got two over here. You are right, probably. And and I say Logan and Snyder are going to outperform Burroughs and Green. Maybe, I think that, that's a, that's a great that's a great uh, comparison.
0: Man, that's a really good point. I mean, that's or a good question, or a good, good topic, or something to debate. Like, like Logan Stever's great. He ain't guaranteed a, a world championship. He's not bro. guaranteed a medal. He's not even guaranteed a medal. Six.
1: 60- but he's also got the skills to make,
0: to to win it. Exactly. He's a guy that can go out and win, win it any given day. But sixty kilograms is going to be stacked.
1: It's it's, this super, year. it's, it's loaded. super stacked. A couple of the guys from fifty-seven jumped up for sure. Uh, and, and their names escape me. And I'm sorry. I'm probably we're probably going to get a. A tweet about how we, they can't take us seriously because we can't remember their names, and I apologize because there's been other shit on our on <laughs> our minds. But um, sixty stacked, 61. sixty yeah, sixty one.
0: You can't remember the weight class. Can
1: chickish feely go up? What did you just Can say? Can Chikas feely go up?
0: I'm sorry. Come again?
1: Can Chikas feely go up?
0: <laughs> Speaking English? Yeah. And
1: Chimizo? I think I don't know. I think they might be. Up. Um, Shut up. I'm serious. No, those are those are wrestlers. Um. And they really like, – It's the 65-kilogram guy. I thought he was a 61. See, Didn't he just wrestle Jay
0: on 65 and beat the streets?
1: Yeah, but I thought he was a 61 maybe. I, see, and that's why I shouldn't be talking international without looking it up. It's fine. <laughs> Keep
0: it's going. Fine. Keep uh, going.
1: It's fine. But Snyder, you know, so you got Stever who's solid, Snyder who, um, you know, is the odds-on favorite to win it versus JB who's probably got a good chance to medal and James Green who I think has got a good chance to medal. I, yeah, but I think yeah. I think if you add up the points at the end, at the end of the day, Ohio State. I my bias. Wins it there,
0: but anyways, what impact does this have though on the on the D one college wrestling? That that's escape, that's though? the question. Because I mean, the, these are quietly two big time acquisitions in my opinion. I mean, a guy like Don Bradley has to be one of the most underappreciated guys. Six straight national the, teams, exactly. You know, on, on our on our United States ladder. I mean, he's done nothing but make. National mm-hmm. team after national team after national yeah. team. He's he just, placed in you know all kinds of prestigious. He won tournaments. Pan Ams, I think twice. He's done lots. Yes. Yeah. You know. And then you got a guy like um, uh, Kendrick Maple who only just went out and took runner up at the yeah, team he's trials. Second in the
1: country that way.
0: Only <laughs> only two of the returning champ. So what do you think this does from
1: a D one perspective? Well, it's going to help him recruit. But how much more is it going to help him recruit? I mean, if you had JB and James Green in that room before and. You're, and they're pulling good recruits but they're not they're not keeping up with the Joneses in terms of like you know Penn State which who is right um is, are these two going to add to more of that i don't know i um, i i think it's going to you know it's going to help it's going to help put i think more than anything it's going to help put their rtc on the map or do, do they have an rtc or a club
0: yeah, i think it's an rtc okay
1: it's going to help put their rtc on the map even more you know it's going to be more than just hey jb trains here and then james green who graduated from there obviously trains here <laughs> It's gonna be hey, we brought in bringing in other guys, we're serious about this. It almost reminds me a little bit about of Ohio RTC back in the day when they had like Escobedo, Sean Bunch, all those guys there.
0: That's a good point. You know, that we don't have that anymore. Good point. So Yeah. We got other guys though. We
1: do, we do. Hmm. So what do you think?
0: Um, well, I guess the first thing I think is I'm pretty sure that Frank Chimizo never wrestled sixty one kilograms or sixty. Uh pretty sure. I think he did win a bronze medal at the World Championships at 55 kilograms before he uh, got in trouble for a couple of years for failing to make weight. And then he jumped up to 65 kilograms, and then he won a world gold medal.
1: Is he not going 61? All right.
0: Oh, no, he's not going 61. Again, like I told you. Um, I just wanted to put that out
1: don't there. Ask me, don't ask me freestyle questions when it's uh, June. In July, you can ask them to me.
0: <laughs> you want me to ask?
1: Oh, shit. What's going on there? Is that an ESPN update?
0: That's an ESPN update. Oh, man. Let me just mute that. Um, You know what? I don't know, man. I think... uh,
1: Oh, shit. It is July. It
0: is July. So you have to ask me those questions. I think it... it, it, Honestly, here's what I think. I think it can do nothing but help Nebraska bringing in guys like Dominic Bradley and Kendrick Maple to go along with James Green and Jordan Burroughs to their Nebraska RTC. Um, Along that... Or with that, Kendrick Maple, if my understanding is correct, is going to be an assistant coach with Nebraska. Correct. Um, I think he already did or already paid huge dividends with Purdue. I also think that it sucks for Purdue to lose a guy like Kendrick Maple. That's my a, a short answer. That's my opinion. It on does
1: that. suck that the Purdue loses. Uh, it's just,
0: the rich keep getting uh, richer, and everybody else is is fighting for leftovers. It, it's
1: part. It's part of the arms race, man. It's part of the arms race because. I tell you what, more and more recruits are going to start looking at not only what is going on with who, who who are the coaches, but who's in the room, okay? And it used to be who's in the room. You're looking at maybe the grad assistant and then guys around your weight that you can wrestle with. Now you're like who's sticking around to train, you know? And these people that are looking to train for maybe to – um you know, and it's not just the people that are look, maybe looking to train after college wrestling that are going to benefit from these people. It's people that say, you know what, I want to go here, I want to wrestle here, I want to be an all-American here. Well, you know, it's not going to hurt to have Logan Steber in your freaking room working out with you. So, it, it, it only helps. Um, re- what I think is great about it is wrestling's growing. They didn't have these RTCs really back. You know, when I was wrestling in college, and and now there's a little bit more money in wrestling. People are trying to say, you know, we need more money. There's it's starting to grow. With more money in wrestling, people are starting to be able to make a living off wrestling even though it might not be a career for them for the rest of their life, but they're they're able to right out of college make some money on wrestling. What the heck is they what, Didn't we didn't Frank um, Baxter Baxter Texas some stuff about Pennsylvania RTC. Yes. What was he saying about that? He was saying people start out at what? 50 yeah. grand a year to be on their
0: to be their. No, yeah, I think it was about 36,000 a year to be on their team plus bonuses, plus housing and all that kind of stuff.
1: For a dude that just graduated from college, that's some pretty darn good money.
0: That is good money to train.
1: Yeah, just to train. Well,
0: why would Why would the Cyclone Wrestling Club not fight to keep Don Bradley, though? Yeah, you know better than I do. I mean, I just don't understand that. Why Why do you let a guy like Don Bradley, who, you know, very accomplished on the NCAA level, very, very accomplished on the international level, whether it was the junior or senior level, and, you know, you had him at the Cyclone Wrestling Club, why, why do you let him walk? Why? I just don't I just don't get that.
1: I mean it's dollars and cents in the end, I'm sure they're probably trying to bring they're probably trying to so he was at the Cyclone Wrestling Club prior to um prior to uh the whole change, right? Correct. Sometimes they want to change over, you know, sometimes new coaches in they want their own athletes, they want their own people, they want their own money open for their own guys.
0: Well let me ask you this. Okay, so look, it's obvious that Cyclone Wrestling Club decided to take their money and back Kyvan Gadsden, all right? That's going to be their marquee guy. The they got to have Club. more money than that. Okay. Of course they got more money than that, but he's going to be their marquee guy. You know, he's their number one guy. Do you think, or would you, if you had to pick, would you choose Kyvan Gadsden over Don Bradley if you were going to give one guy money, like the, the money, not just money, but if, if one guy was going to be your main guy at the international level, senior level for your... RTC or wrestling club or whatever you want to call it you know are you taking Kevin Gatson over over Don Bradley or would you choose Don Bradley over Kevin Gatson? I got two answers Let me ask that you question. that let, let me just add on to that question Who has a better shot of making a team does Gatson have a well, better shot that, of beating I was Kyle Snyder that question. Okay go ahead
1: No yeah uh, no Don Bradley had, Bradley has a better shot of beating Gwizdowski, although I don't think it's by a huge margin than um Uh, Gasson has beaten Snyder. Look, obviously Gwizdowski didn't tech Don Bradley, but you know heavyweights don't tend to tech that. Um, If I'm sitting in Iowa State shoes, yeah, I'm taking Kyvin because he's an Iowa State guy. But my concern is they're saying they're putting all their money and all their eggs in that basket. No, that's stupid. If your RTC is your number one guy in the RTC can't make the doesn't have a shot of making the world or Olympic team, well then you're not doing something right. Um but good point. So so I'm not gonna
0: I am not going i do not disagree yeah. with you. I don't disagree with you, bud.
1: Um but I, I see why they did it. Uh and I think if I was in their position I would I would I would uh feed some loyalty dollars that way and saying, All right, Kyvin, you know, we're gonna give you, we're gonna be loyal to you because you are you are an Iowa State guy. Dom. We'd love you for you to stick around. But look, let's be honest, man. And it's it's not to be a dick, but Wiz is the future this way. Bradley's honest Bradley's Bradley's, you know, he's not Certainly not out of the competition realm, but he, he, you know, he's been he's been around for a while. You know, I think he's been around. Uh, like I said, he's made strict, six straight uh, uh, senior national teams. I think that, you know, I think it's six in one hand, half dozen in the other. one are talking about that. I don't think either one of them has a has a legitimate shot of making the world team at this point. So why not go with the clone, the cyclone? Sorry.
0: <laughs> All right, I, fair point. I mean, you make valid points. What about you? You asked me the think,
1: question, but you got to give me the answer.
0: Um. Well, I guess if I'm picking one of those guys to be the the face of my RTC, I guess I'm picking Don Bradley. To be truthfully honest, I mean, I, I get it. Kevin Gadsden was a was an Iowa State guy. Um, he's a great wrestler. Um, he's not coming anywhere near, I mean, he's not dethroning Kyle Snyder at that weight class now or no, anytime soon. He'll never make, he'll I also don't think team. that, uh, Don Bradley, I don't think he's, you know, as old in the tooth as maybe what you want to make him out it's to called be. called long in the tooth. Is it long in the tooth?
1: Yeah. Old tooth. Or
0: just, whatever. What is. Old tooth, long tooth, snaggle tooth, whatever Buck it tooth. is. Buck tooth. I mean, I, I don't think he's as old as what, what you want to make him out to be.
1: Well, um, I'm not saying he's freaking Geriatric. You know, dude ain't wearing fucking adult diapers. Excuse my language, but uh, you know, I mean, he's 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 been there.
0: Yeah, he's been there. He's proved his weight. He's shown what he can do. You know, as you said, what six straight national teams. I mean, the guy's won. You know, he's won gold medals at the junior level. He's you know, uh, he's won the U.S. Open a couple. So why doesn't of times. he go back to the Missouri and train? I mean, that's where his hometown.
1: That's isn't he from Kansas, like the Kansas uh, City area?
0: Maybe I'm I wrong. think he went to high school in Blue Springs, Missouri, so he is from Missouri. Yeah. I, I would assume he's from Missouri. Yeah. He's from, yeah. I mean, he, he went to high school at Blue Springs, so I got to assume he's so from. I think he
1: might be Kansas City boy.
0: Does Missouri have an RTC? No, no. You're right. Okay, no. so that answers that question. Well, we really
1: talked a lot about Gadsden and uh, um and uh, Tom Bradley. So you cut me off? No, keep going.
0: All right, so in a nutshell, if I had to pick one, I'm picking Don Bradley over Kyvan Gadsden. I think it's great for Nebraska. They just landed two huge guys who are national team representatives. Well, Kendrick Mabel ain't that big. What?
1: Kendrick Mabel ain't that big. He said huge guys. It's a huge land, but he ain't that big as a person. He said huge guys. Don Bradley's huge. Did you just say huge? Huge. Huge. Huge? But but, um, Kendrick Mabel ain't that big.
0: I can't do this. I give up you anyways, get you get the
1: anyway this is go just, ahead this is certainly you can tell us july second when when our podcast devolves into freaking debating whether or not uh, um the nebraska r t c can outscore the ohio state r t c or how r t c at a at a world here in paris, anyways, I thought you had a really neat idea when we were chatting about what are we gonna talk about um you know in the it's not quite yet the dog days of summer, but it's getting pretty darn close, and you said. You know, there's some hypothetical wrestling matches. And a lot of people like to talk hypothetical wrestling matches. But I really wanted to talk some ones that were maybe closer in temporal proximity where the dude, you know, it's not Can, I, inter-
0: can I interrupt you for one second? Sure. What does temp- temporal proximity mean? Uh, it means uh, close in time. Course. Okay. Oh, okay. So uh, not for me. I mean, I know yeah. what it is. Oh, yeah. maybe. Tem-
1: Temporal <laughs> means time. Proximity means how far away it is. So temporal proximity, close in time. If I'm saying you know, we're talking about a close temporal proximity. We're talking about, you know, in wrestling terms, people that graduated within a similar decade. Good. I just summer.
0: wanted to make sure because some people could have maybe thought that tempura was, you know, how temporal. you get your shrimp or fish out temporal, of shrimp at a restaurant. Okay. <laughs> just putting that out there. All right. So go ahead. No, Carry on. So so, so,
1: so you sent me a text as we were chatting it up, and and you said something along the lines of, you know, I think it would be cool to talk about. Um, maybe a hypothetical matchup that you know isn't like I said too For sure. far off. For sure, so you said you know well, what about Steven versus McIlravy? And that well, that, boom, was, throw that, it out there. That
0: conversation was spurred by you know there was some you know some some stuff on social media or whatnot about who would win a hypothetical match between um, Brett Metcalf and Zane Rutherford. Who you, you got know, there? Two of the greatest, probably one forty nine pounders over the last decade. I mean, I don't think I think I, I don't think that's debatable. To be truthfully honest, it's
1: it's not debatable. Well, Darren Caldwell is. There's a debate to, there's a reason there's a reasoning to add him to that but but I st- I still agree with you but I'm saying that you know he's he's not he's he's there.
0: Uh, okay. Okay. I mean he was good. He won it and
1: then the year afterwards
0: he got hurt. I, I mean he was good. He did he beat Beckham. All right. I mean I get it. Um, so yeah, no, that, it was kind of spurred by that conversation. It, it, who had, who had I got in that match? I got Zane. To be truthfully honest, I think they're both amazing wrestlers. I think they're both great, you know, on their feet. I think the difference is Zane's mat wrestling. To be truthfully honest,
1: I'm going to think Metcalf. Tell me why. I think he had a harder uh, he had a harder path to win a title, and yet he still did it. I'm not sure that Zane. I mean, look, last year Zane was tested twice. He was taken he was taken to the Ultimate TB, and also Colic tested him. Not to say that Metcalf didn't lose. I mean, Metcalf lost to a guy like uh, Lance Palmer, um, but he, that bracket that he won, in a, uh,
0: probably uh, one of the gri- one of the toughest brackets yeah, ever.
1: Yeah, and, and full wrestling, you guys. If you want to listen to a, a long talk about this, they, FRL did a, a long talk about this. But to me, I'm going with Metcalf. But it's pretty damn close, man. I think that Zane can ride Metcalf, but but uh, I'm not sure he's turning him. And I think Metcalf's going to get some takedowns. So Zane. So I don't think it's as close I don't think it's as open as shut as Zane Rutherford, you know, and I'm not saying you said that, but like I don't think it's oh Zane Rutherford next question
0: no, I mean okay fair fair point i mean if you you asked me who I thought would win that match between Metcalf and Rutherford um after thinking about it for a while, I mean my opinion is is that Rutherford would would win that yeah. match. I think the difference is is his Matt yeah, wrestling. wrestling, I think he's every bit as good as Metcalf on his feet, um, I think his gas tank is every bit as good yeah. um which Metcalf had an amazing gas tank. He had a pace that nobody can match. He was constantly attacking, constantly stalking guys across the match. He had a great high crotch shot, all that kind of stuff. Um, but ultimately, I think it's Zane's mat wrestling. Because Zane has all that as well. I mean, he's got a great pace. Sure. He's got great takedowns on his feet. And once he very good takedowns. Um, and once he gets on top, or once he gets on top dude, he, he hurts, man. I mean, he just he punishes you. It, 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 I, you I've heard him just thinking about pain. it. Yeah, feel I, mean, I, I feel watching. it just watching When it.
1: What he did to Le'Veon Mays should have been criminal. And the fact oh. that we were like three rows up watching that happen, I, I felt uncomfortable. Um, I'm going to take Metcalf um, for the reasons that I stated as well. But look, is, is, is there a right or wrong answer here? And, and you can say no. yeah, there is, but no, I, I, think I, think I don't think there is. I don't
0: think so either. Yeah. But yes, this did get us thinking. You know, like what would your what would be one of your you know your most favorite, favorite hypothetical matchups be? For me, you picked one. You we know, picked one. one of my favorite wrestlers of all time. Is Lincoln McElravey You know he's an amazing wrestler He was a four time finalist Three time champ for Iowa Back in Iowa's heydays um, And one of my other favorite wrestlers Of all time Is Logan Steber um, Four time champ Four time champ Obviously four time finalist Four time big tank champ as well Yes sir um, McElravey had the nastiest boot scoot, dude Oh Yeah he, I think he
1: invented the bootskill
0: It was great Oh I loved it But you know to me One of my favorite hypothetical matches Would be A matchup between Logan Steber and uh, Logan Steber at 141, and, yeah. and uh, Macaravi at 142. Now the caveat here is, is that McArabi only wrestled 142 as a freshman, freshman. as a true up. freshman. We well, yeah, probably forget yeah. that he wrestled as a true freshman. Um, he did win a national title. Um, you know, Steber.
1: He beat he beat Abbott,
0: right? He did. He beat he did. Stevens' brother. Ste- yep. Um, and one probably one of the greatest college matches you're ever going to watch.
1: Dude, I've down like four times in the first period. I mean, I mean that's an exaggeration, but yeah. So yeah, Crazy hypothetical match.
0: matches. That's probably one of my favorite ones to think about. Um, and as I think about it, you know, you, when you go first, tell me, tell me your thoughts on it. Well, I mean, just just going by college statistics, and I, I I apologize, I don't have all these right in front of me, but I think McElravy was like 98 and three. Steber was 119 and three. Um, Aside from the obvious that McElravey was a four-time finalist, three-time champ, he lost you know, in the infamous match against Steve Marionetti. In a um, high-scoring match. In a very high-scoring match. I think it was like, what, 13-10, 13-11, something, something like, like that. that yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. was a four-time finalist, four-time champ, obviously. He did have the um, controversial match sure. against J.O., but look, he doesn't ref the match. He only wrestles the match, and the ref yeah. decided that he was the winner.
1: It was controversial, but, it, you know, it, 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 with the rules at the time, it was a win.
0: What makes that match or that hypothetical matchup so intriguing to me is the fact that both Steber and McElravey had amazing gas tanks and both were volume shooters. But I still yep. go back to one of the big differences, though, is that once Logan Steber got on top, that bar half series is probably one of the nastiest top series we've seen in a long time.
1: Not only did he do the bar half series, but he did the claw. Oh, he yeah. He did the claw series and he did a claw wrist. And then he would pop your wrist out the back and do a claw wrist. So I, you know, th- this was kind of cool. So I woke up this morning and before I started working on my damn house. I watched a little bit of McElravey and a little bit of Steber just to kind of, you know, enjoy myself. So I watched that Abbas-McElravey match. And it's hard to find in a uh, full, full match. Mm-hmm. There's some video of somebody kind of recording it from the stands. When I watched that. Abbas took him down multiple. Now, remember... Uh, Abbas was like a, Super slick And I don't know if it, And he was
0: like A two or three time Finalist too yeah, Never won the, Never was, won it
1: Dude was legit um, So he took him down A couple times In the first period He was able to get To McIlwravy's legs Pretty easy In the first period mm-hmm. And I think that's The death knell Number one To Steber Beating McElravey, Is that Logan's Going to be able To get to McIlwravy's legs There's no doubt about it Logan's getting to McIlwravy's legs Here's the question Is he going to be able To finish well, I looked at who's one of the hardest people that Logan had to finish on. Well, you know, he finished on Zane Rutherford when Rutherford was younger. He was a freshman. You know, but Mitchell, Mitchell Port. Port was super hard to finish on. I think, yeah, we're thinking people don't realize that how hard Mitchell Port was hard to finish on. You know, he also beat Ramos, who you know was a solid wrestler, and you know Devin Carter, who wasn't that hard to finish on. To be honest with you, Devin Carter was just a kind of a, a very good tactician, but a, a brawler. Mitchell Port was so hard, so funky to finish on. I agree. And Stever was able to take him down. So I've got, you know, my notes here say, can Logan keep up the hand fighting pace with Lincoln? And it says right here, if yes, I think he wins without a problem.
0: All biased aside, That's my opinion. yeah. I mean, all biased aside, and look, Lincoln MacElvey is one of my favorite wrestlers of all time. I remember being a sophomore going into junior of high school and going out to the University of Iowa's uh intensive wrestling camp Yeah, and he was out there and as one of the camp counselors and just being in such awe of this guy um it, the the match with him and Abbas Macabrevi's freshman year is probably my favorite college wrestling match ever um Go
1: watch it on YouTube it, it takes some searching but it's uh, super neat you know
0: it, it's it, but I got to pick Steber. I think that Steber can yeah. get to his legs. I think Steber he, he was very good at finishing his shots, too. And actually, it was one of those things that if Steber got two hands on you, he typically he finished his shot. He yeah. was able to suck you in. And then once he got on top, that's where he controlled matches. You know, that's guys could not get out from him. He, he was turning people. Uh, and that's where I think Steber would win a, match, win a match like that in I, my I, opinion. I think so.
1: I think McElrabi would take him down. I th- could take him down. Steber had some pretty good defense. McElrabi was more of an underhook type guy. Um, you know, you know, typical Iowa underhook, moving forward, high crotch or single leg. You know, that, that, I,
0: that boot scoot, though, man.
1: Yeah. No, no, you're right. You're right. He had the scoot. He had the scoot, right? I'm not sure Logan could ride him or not. I'm not sure he could. Uh, you know, I'm not saying he can't. You know what's interesting, though? McIlwain had a gas tank for days, right? He did. Everybody talks about Steven's gas tank and how was pretty solid. There was two times where he didn't have a solid gas tank. One was Rutherford, and people say, yeah, he was sick were time's Dardanes, you remember that? When, I do. When he won basically because the score was kind of screwed up. Like he ended up winning but Dardanes didn't realize it, what the score was on the mat. So if he if, if Stever came out with a little slip like that, I could see uh McElraby winning. Um, you know, just to kind of give some comparison, Macoraby in his titles beat Abbas, Harper from uh Michigan and Bono, you know, yep. from uh Iowa State. Stever beats Oliver, who I think that's his best win.
0: He um, beats Oliver, Ramos, Carter and Port. Carter and Port.
1: I think Oliver's probably the most credentialed uh, win out of that, although Port pretty darn good too. I'd say, and I know Ramos is good.
0: So that's my favorite. That's one of my favorite hypothetical matches. Which 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 one are you? So going you're taking right? Steber though, real quick. I, am, I would take Steber over Mac. I'm gonna take
1: Steber over Mac too. So yeah, you you texted me that, and then we started chatting, and so I said that I like. You know, it was funny before we talked about. Steven Abbas is probably one of my favorite wrestlers of all time. Same here. That dude, he, him and his brother invented a style of wrestling. So him and his brother invented the, kind of that West Coast style. I'm not going to say they invented the little single because I would Oklahoma State would kill me. And it's the truth. They didn't invent the little single. Correct. Yeah, but, I mean, but they did start using it a lot. They don't they, call it the Abbas single. Yeah, but they did start using it before, you know, more, before a lot of other people started using it. Um, but I tell you what, they, you go back and watch some of those wrestling. Go back and watch McElravey versus uh, Abbas first period, and you see funk rolls. In 93 In 93 People were hitting funk rolls Very few So I loved Abbas right And we're and we're sitting here Talking on the phone And we're like I love Stephen who Abbas can too, na- yeah, Who can Did
0: we put Did you see I, I tweeted something out From our Twitter account And it was like God, him One of his my butt favorite In the finals of the oh, Olympics Two of my favorite International Two of my favorite wrestlers Ever Regardless of where they're from Stephen Abbas And uh, uh I, I hope I don't pronounce His name wrong Mavlet Bodarov From uh From Russia Yeah And yeah. uh uh, you know, that was that 2004 Olympic finals match when uh, in Athens. Was that in Sydney? It was in Athens. Athens, yeah. yes. And uh, just, I don't know, two of my favorite guys ever, uh, I, you know, but go ahead. I'm sorry. I, I no, was Ab- yeah, Abbas ended up taking a, a, a silver there. Correct.
1: So we're sitting here talking and we go, all right, we love Abbas, right? So I brought up Abbas and you're like, oh my God, I love him too, which we knew. We mm-hmm. kind of both knew we loved Abbas. And we're like, what would be a good matchup? And, you know, we started talking about, you know, we wanted somebody from kind of our generation. Sure. And people are going to be like, well, why didn't you pick Gil? Why don't you pick this? Why don't you pick that? We went with Jesse Delgado. Two Cali boys. And I tell you what, go watch matches of both of them. Because if you think that Stephen Avis is going to st- destroy Jesse Delgado, you got another thing coming. So You've got I, another thing coming. And
0: I assume we're talking Jesse Delgado, junior, sophomore, junior years, right? Yeah, I'm not, I'm not talking
1: about the year that he freaking... Got you know, her. had the default and the NCAA's because of his shoulder and knee and stuff. Yeah. I'm talking Delgado when when, when um, Nation Garrett couldn't take him down because he got funk rolled off bully doubles twice. <laughs> so, Abbas versus Delgado, two Cali boys. Talk to me about that, buddy.
0: I mean, to be, look, I think Steven Abbas is one of the greatest college wrestlers of all time. You know, lightweight it's, it's, wise, for light sure. Lightweight. Yeah, absolutely. He went 4 1 1 1. What right. Delgado He took 4th as a freshman at 118 pounds, and he won it 3 times at 125 pounds. Uh, Delgado... I think he um, was an eight, a 7th and eight. He took 7th as a freshman. And then 1-1. Right? And then 1-1, and then he didn't he place. place.
1: But that's remember, that's, he was injured, man.
0: So, uh, look, and on top of that, let's get into their respective international careers. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. You know... Uh, now, Abbas didn't have a, a a long international career, but he did take a silver at the Olympics in 2004. Really?
1: That's all you need. <laughs> I You're mean, like, I'm good. i good.
0: He got a silver medal at the Olympics. Yeah. Um, you know, and I think he uh, took a gold at the Pan Am Games, too, uh, in 2003. Um, and then after that, I believe, if I'm not mistaken, I think the reason why his international career was cut short was because he got into MMA. It was a very short MMA It was short. Career. It was 3-0. Yeah. Um, but he got into miss, you know, MMA as well. Um, so, yeah, two Cali guys, two P- great 125 gonna, pounders. People are thinking um,
1: that Abbas is a hands down winner here, though,
0: right? I'm thinking Abbas is a hands down winner if you want to
1: know the truth. No, no, and, I, and I'm glad you think that because I'm going to tell you why you're wrong. I mean, one,
0: look, and all I can do is talk about statistics and stylistic matchups. Sure. And you got a guy that went fourth as a freshman. Won three consecutive titles yeah,
1: I'm gonna statistics. All
0: right He was 144 and four He didn't lose a match In his last two college seasons If I'm not mistaken So Obviously one of the greatest Lightweights ever And then goes on to win A silver medal at the Olympics So yeah I think Abbas got this all day I think his offense Was phenomenal I think his defense Funk style Was every bit as good As Delgado It wasn't every bit as good But it was good It was pretty good it was pretty good. It was pretty good.
1: So, so you know, I, I, are you, uh, are you getting ready to tell?
0: Wait a minute, are you going to tell me you're going Delgado? I, I just listen. Okay, just I'll
1: listen. Listen. i I dived into the film today, right? Oh, you know, you I broke died, out the film. I, I dived into the film today. The first thing I noticed is that Abyss was rocking those Addy stars, the Kendall crosses, those shoes that are the best shoes of all time. Any shoe freaking nerd, uh, wrestling shoe nerd, knows what I'm talking about. Those Addy yeah. star Kendall crosses. I still got a pair in my basement. I I'm not telling you where I live, baby. I'm about to I, – did I, did I tell you? I probably have $5,000 worth of uh, wrestling shoes in my basement. Like literally, I've, I've checked – every every once in a while, I check online to like look at what they're selling them for. And I'm like, should I post them? But I'm not going to do it. But you get to the point. What I'm just saying is, okay, so he's rocking them Candle Crosses, right? Here's my thought. Abbas, the 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 biggest problems that he had, even though he beat him, like it was strip matter – uh, you know, Jeremy Hunter, people of those people, they tied him up a little bit. They slowed him down. You know who's not going to do that? Jesse Delgado. So that's going to be a point for Abbas. Abbas is going to be able to work from space because Jesse Delgado wants to work from space. The one thing I can't get past, go watch Nashawn Garrett versus Jesse Delgado. Or Nico Medigalutis versus Jesse Delgado. Who takes Jesse Delgado down?
0: He was very difficult to take down based on Jesse the rules Dill- at that time. Yes.
1: Naishon Garrett got in on four to five. I think it was five. Singles or doubles that he would finish on, on anybody. Anybody. In fact, it was the first ten seconds of the match. I remember that. Yeah, because I was like I was looking away and I was like, Oh he funk rolled Nayshawn Garrett twice off of a bully double. You know the hardest place to get you know when everybody's like, All right, if you don't want to get funk, just hit him with a double. Well, Jesse Delgado hit him with double.
0: Nation hit hit him with
1: double, and Jesse Delgado funked him. Steven Abbas has better offense than Jesse Delgado. Correct. Jesse Delgado has better funk. But Delgado's got some decent offense, and uh, Abbas has got some great funk. Here's where I think that Abbas wins I think Abbas can ride Delgado. If you forget, Abbas had a really nice
0: cross tilt ride. Yep. So who are you picking, man?
1: I'm, y- 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 you're
0: walking both sides of the I, line here, I, man.
1: I said I was going to pick Delgado before we got on here, but yeah. I'm going to go at
0: now. Oh, you sandbagging <laughs> son of a... <laughs> and
1: you want to know why? you switching it? Why? You want to know why? I think Avis snaps him down. He hits this snap down throw by um, off the same... It's like off the same move where he snaps his head down and uses his uh, forearm to kind of throw him by to get down. I think he scores one of those to score.
0: You're not. I'm not going to disagree with you, man. I think Stephen Abbas is one of the greatest college wrestlers ever. I don't definitely one of the greatest lightweights of all time. Period. And you know, look, Delgado was good. I think Delgado. uh, I think his uh, junior season, to be truthfully honest, is probably one of the best lightweights. one of the best lightweight 125 seasons that we've seen in the past yep. 10 years in my opinion. And people don't realize uh, people don't realize. It. I mean, it, we we, point, we tend Brandon. to really forget we point. we tend to forget about about Jesse Delgado because of the 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 injury plug senior season that he's had. Um and he's recently just gotten back on the mat trying to compete on in the international style as well, but his junior season the dude couldn't be scored on. There were I mean, try to score on him. Rules were changed because of his style, he had of wrestling. Rules changed yes, them. okay, but at the same time,
1: and even in sophomore season when he won it and he beat Nico,
0: he, correct, but but at the same time, look, Steven Abbas was a once in a generation yeah. type wrestler, man. You're right, you know. Here's a guy, also, people also forget about this, and cr- somebody correct me if I'm wrong, but he went out, he took that silver medal at the 2004 Olympics, he then came back after an MMA career to compete in the 2008 Olympic team trials. 2008, I didn't know that. And ended up losing to Cejudo, and I think the best yep, of three, you're right, you're two right. to one. While he was hurt, now I remember. That. I mean, I, while I, I didn't he know was the hurt. But I do remember him coming back. So, and then Cejudo went on. What did Cejudo do?
1: He won a gold medal. I believe so. He did. So, I'm just worried about Abbas being able to take him down. He's going to take him. Down. I'm worried about anybody. Well, don't just sit there like say, "Oh, he's going to take him down." He's gonna take I mean, down. it's going to be a freaking battle. Can't I guarantee you. they're going to be freaking face lace to face like half the match. Dude, dude, okay, and here's what I want to talk about before we move on to that. I want to see that match. Would you not want to see? Okay, I understand. I want to you, see that match. I We're understand not- that you think Abbas is
0: going to destroy him or whatever. Not destroy, but I think Abbas wins dude, this match. Delgado, Delgado gearing up
1: for the NCAA Finals, wrestling Garrett, and also Steven Abbas wrestling, we'll say, Strip Matter or Eustace comes out. You know, those two, and they, you know they think they're going to, you know, boom, Clash of the Titans. That's gonna be a hell of a match. I don't. I like fun. I like. I, I like the young guys. I like too. hypothetical I like matches. Don't though. you? I do, unless it's like Dan Hodge versus Abe Lincoln, and I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> Fuck, I don't know.
0: You've dropped the F bomb twice on this episode.
1: Sorry, we, we can edit that
0: out. <sighs> all right. Well, look, man. Have that's about all I got, man. And we're about an hour deep into this. My mind mm-hmm. is mush. It's been a crazy weekend. You got anything else you want to add? This is
1: one of my more fun podcasts. <laughs> You're having a
0: great time.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Anything else you want to add? No, man. It was really fun. Thanks. All right.
0: Well, all right, everybody. Listen, we apologize. As Ben said, it's the dog days of summer. There's not a whole lot to talk about in the wrestling world. We just wanted to kick a few topics your way. This was episode number 31 of the Inside Trip Wrestling Podcast. We hope you enjoyed it. Send us some feedback. Speaking of feedback, I just want to say I appreciate all the positive feedback, emails, tweets, uh, dms we got on twitter and everything regarding our last interview with katherine shy yeah we appreciate it all i know she appreciates it um so hit us up some more if you got to find our podcast subscribe download listen rate review do whatever you want to send us an email give us some feedback if you got you know uh suggestions for topics kick them our way we really appreciate it but alas that's all we got for you today so episode number 31 in the books and as always don't wind up on your back bro